is a Patrick McHenry 30-day speakership yeah. or maybe more, given a little bit more authority. Um, Jim Jordan was asked about this just a moment ago by NBC News. Let us listen to what he said. I think that's a call for the conference. Uh, if the conference is one stat, then um, we'll see. But that's a conference decision. I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not particularly supportive of that, though. I'm not quite sure who asked that. It could have been another network um, as they were chasing him. He walks very fast. Um, okay, so he's not particularly supportive of it. Would the conference be supportive of it? I think most people in the conference would be supportive of it. And you're already seeing some people who voted for Jordan on the floor now saying they're, they're ready to move to it. But this is difficult. This is going to be really delicate. You're going to have a lot of people, Jordan allies, who are going to see this as what's getting in the way of their guy being speaker. I think you have to let Jordan come to the conclusion that he's not ever going to get there before you do this. I think if you try to ram this through the house right now, Jordan's folks would get all spun up. They would try to sabotage that just as they sabotage Scalise. I have news on that. There are no more votes today, <laughs> according to Ali Vitali, who just uh, dropped that reporting. There will be votes tomorrow. So are we likely going to see a Jim Jordan vote tomorrow? One more try, third time's a charm maybe? Or are we going to see the, the pushing forward of, of the uh, more empowered pro tem? Well, really, I think it's up to Jim Jordan at this point, whether he wants okay, to go. Uh, welcome. It is uh, Wednesday, October uh, 18 October, Year of Our Lord, 2023. A lot going on uh, throughout the world and, of course, here in the beloved imperial capital. I'm joined by uh, one of our favorite congressmen from the great state of Tennessee. That would be General Andrew Jackson State, uh, a, a, one of the first populists, or I think the new book title is called The First Populist. Congressman Ogles, I want, we're going to get to the Jim Jordan because they just announced uh, no more votes, uh, which, look, our strategy is keep them up there and keep them massing. Right now, it's a binary function. It's either Jim Jordan or you're going to have Hakeem Jeffries. They can say it's uh, McHenry. We'll get to that. One of the reasons I want to have you over here, uh, obviously, the Middle East is on fire right now. The, the, I think the Israelis put out a very compelling argument. It was not them that, you know, the, the, the rocket or the bomb hit into the parking lot next to the, the hospital. But on the information warfare element of it, the Hamas guys showed that they're, you know, they're fifth generation warfare in doing this. The place is on fire. You've had Nikki Haley, even, even Biden today, you, uh, we had Tom Tiffany on yesterday. You guys have put forward a, a, a piece of legislation that said absolutely under no circumstances any Gazans here to the United States as refugees. Can you walk our audience through that? Yeah, I mean, so what you have to understand is, you know, the Palestinians are displaced people, but they hate America. They're a radicalized people. And I'm, I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but it is, the facts are the facts, right? Their government pays martyrs to kill themselves. I mean, it's part of their annual budget, right? By the way, you know, they, they get that budget from the United States. United States. You <laughs> under, we underwrite. That's no, right. We're, we're on every side of the trade. We're right. giving money to Egypt. We're giving money to the Saudis, UAE, uh, the Palestinian Authority. We're underwriting the payments to the martyrs, correct, That's basically. Right. And so, but go back to my comment of the, there are radicalized people. So even Egypt and Jordan has said, we don't want them. 
Why? Because they are displaced, they are radical, and we don't want them in our country. And so, you know, here we are, you have Nikki Haley, you know, saying that we that the United States of America should take a million Palestinians. Have you lost your freaking mind? Like, we're just going to invite terrorists into our country? We're going to give them visas? I'm sorry, but hell no. So, um, how many of your colleagues, forget the Democrats, we know where they're going to stand with this because they're open borders. How many of your colleagues right now you think support this or think this is too America first? You know, I, I think uh, once people realize the uh, this is, uh, let, let's face it, immigration is an 80, 85 percent issue uh, when you throw in the, the idea of these folks uh, – even if you take the conservative element, but there's a portion of these folks that are going to be jihadists, they're going to be terrorists, I think suddenly it becomes a 90-95% issue. So um, now the question is, can we get it to the House floor? Obviously, the Senate wouldn't take it up. But what we're doing is sending a message to this administration, we're ready for a fight. And, and it should be the backdrop of this is we've caught six Iranians on the southern border in Texas, right? Like they're coming to our country. They mean to do us harm. And again, Nikki Haley, what are you thinking that you're going to invite a million, a million people into this country? No, no, that's not our problem. It's, the, it's their, their one of the many reasons problem. that neoliberal neocon Nikki Haley will never be president of the United that's States. True. While you're talking about fights and our own Ben Burkwam is up on Capitol Hill. Well, let me know when he's up. I'll go to him. You had a tough time getting here. You're right across the street. You had a tough time getting here. Why is the street closed down? All right. So they, they started in the Capitol, uh, the, the Cannon Rotunda, and then they were pushed out of the building. They and actually so were in the Cannon Building. That's the they footage we it saw. Over. That's right. So I, I did a little selfie in there and a little, little video. But, I mean, keep in mind, you know, they're in there supporting Hamas, who was systematically raping women and beheading babies. I've seen the footage. They did this, right? There's, there's no gray area here. This isn't propaganda. And so... These people are idiots. They have no idea what they're talking about. They're woke liberals but that this are is a, this masquerading. Is a, this, but this is a Jewish student group so demanding, they say. demanding a, a ceasefire. Yeah, right. I mean, I was down there. Some of those folks were not students. And if they were, they, they're they like, you know, 40th year seniors or something. I mean, come <laughs> Which on. Which is the, the guy's taking the loans out. Do we have Ben Burkwam? Let's go to Ben. Ben, you're on location. Tell us what we got. Are, are this, is this a Jewish student group that's demanding a ceasefire? No, this is, uh, Steve, this is a radical leftist group. And just to give you an update, I'm on the third floor rotunda in the Cannon Building right now. I was here when this all started happening at about 3 o'clock. There are still about 150 to 100 of these uh, so-called Jewish protesters that are down there. They're with a, a group called Jewish Voices for Peace. And they're, they're police, the Capitol Police said, I heard overheard them say they didn't have enough buses. So they're, they're, it's been over two hours it's taken to prosecute these guys to get them out. But just to give an idea of who Jewish Voices for Peace from the Anti-Israel Activity website it says Jewish Voices for Peace is a radical anti-Israel activist group that advocates for the complete economic, uh, cultural, and academic boycott of the state of Israel. So that's who these guys are. They are out here, and I actually went up and, and asked some of the organizers. Some of the organizers are still up on the rotunda. They haven't been arrested yet. They're teaching, they're coaching people on what to do. And I asked them, I said, just, okay, so you guys say you're Israeli, you say you're Jewish. Can you do me one favor? Can you denounce Hamas? Can you denounce terrorism? And they turned around, they walked away, they said, we have somewhere else to go. They walked away. These guys do not want peace. They're just anti-Israel. And, and really, it's Antifa, BLM, it's all the same activist groups now that they're aligned with Hamas and terrorists. And as we've been talking about, we're inviting them in through our southern border right now. It's all a huge cabal that's against Israel, against America. And, and it's the next generation of what we saw under President Trump with BLM and Antifa. This is 2.0 of that. 
the summer of love. Ben, just hang right there. Um, you've put a uh, a bill forward to make sure that we're not taking any of the Gazans, given the situation. Um, you've got Hezbollah in in Lebanon. You've got uh, you've got the Muslim Brotherhood with Hamas. You've got the Persians that are looking for a fight. They've got their proxy armies. Uh, Putin is rubbing up on Shia today, like feeding each other wedding cake. Um, what uh, you, you've been one of, at the forefront of the anti CCP movement over here on Capitol Hill. Put this in geo, geopolitical terms. Have they set a trap for us in Gaza? When I say us, I mean. It's the Persians versus the West. This has been going on for 3,000 years, 4,000 years. Have they set a trap for us with their partners, Turkey, uh, the KGB in Russia, obviously the CCP is the puppet master, but have they set a trap for us in, uh, in the Gaza Strip? Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is a powder keg. <clears throat> and so when you, when you think about China, the CCP with their, their Belt and Road Initiative, they've gone, they've gone into Central America, South America, into Africa. They've done these huge billion dollar, multi-billion dollar projects where they're building roads and dams. And, and quite frankly, what they end up, you know, they have a, uh, what, a favor, uh, emerging country status with the WTO. So yeah. they're able to borrow money at 1%. In the World Bank. Yeah. And they, they're still they, emerging country. They're still emerging country. They, we, they, they go to the emerging market window at the World Bank, IMF, all and of them. And they turn around and loan that money out at a higher rate to these second and third world countries. And they bankrupt these countries. And so now you have all these central predatory, and stuff, predatory lending. Predatory lending. And so now they're beholden to China, right? And so you've got these traps, if you will, all over the globe. And meanwhile, you've got the Iranians. I mean, and, and again, so this, I mean, you look, you can blame the CCP. You can blame Putin. Quite frankly, Putin just wants a friend right now. Uh, so he's going to go to anyone who's, who's got, you know, the who looks like that they may emerge a victorious uh, and his allegiances will change on, on a dime. But that being said is this regime, the Biden regime, the criminal enterprise that is Biden. I mean, the world has fallen apart. Look, I'm not pro-war, but, you know, the withdrawal from Afghanistan set the stage for everything else that's unfolding right now. Meanwhile, you have CCP that's running rampant across the globe. We're sitting on our hands. I mean, Russia would have never have invaded Ukraine with, with Trump at the helm. I mean, you, are you serious? I mean, but Biden is more worried about his ice cream of the day than he is foreign policy. And so I think this is a trap. I think this is going to get much worse before it gets better. And look, you know, I don't want to, you know, sound like scary or conspiracy theorist, but you know, these folks have access to nuclear weapons, uh, you know, small tactical type, you know, improvised nuclear weapons. There's no telling what's going to happen over the next 90 days in the Middle East or somewhere else in the country. Well, see, in the world. But see, OK, so Biden, and these guys know how the game's played. When he gets on the plane, they drop from Jennifer Jacobs of Bloomberg, the White House reporter, a 100 billion dollar supplemental. Remember, you guys had this big fight over the defense bill, which the Senate hasn't even taken up yet. That's eight hundred and eighty billion dollars, I think. A hundred billion dollars supplemental, just Ukraine and Israel. And Israel's told us, hey, what we need is ten billion dollars. So this gets back to the original Ukraine request of eighty billion dollars for this year, which we fought so hard. You guys right now, this fight for the audience is quite simple. It's Jim Jordan versus the appropriators, the House Armed Services Committee. The 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 way this city runs with yeah. the money in the budget, they see that hundred billion dollars. That's another. That's where they're going to dig in more than ever and try to drive this McHenry, 
the, the McCarthy, McHenry, Hakeem Jeffries alternative? Well, I mean, so Jim Jordan uh, is the second most popular Republican in the country. And so if you're a member of Congress and you're voting on the House floor and you're voting for or against Jim Jordan, this is K Street, which is the lobbyist versus Main Street, which is average, hardworking Americans. I mean, that's your choice. And so I think Jim's in that stark of terms. That's basically the way this thing runs. That's the choice you're making. That's right. You are siding with the the big money machine, the D.C. cartel that runs this town. I came here to fight against it. I've been fighting against it. Matt Gates has been fighting against it. Obviously, he's he's taken a lot of arrows. But that being said, uh, we've got to push back against this. And. And so, you know, some might say, and I'm an advocate for let, let's stay on the House floor. We should be there now. Let's let's you be there with me. Oh, just, yeah, just make them up. Keep voting and let the let the mask come off and let the nation right. see who who backs the cartel. But what Jim Jordan is doing is he's trying to be more methodical, uh, not blunt force trauma. At this point, I'm all for it. Like, like let's just hammer this out, right? But that being said, is you know these folks are rallying around the money. These folks are rallying around the lobbyists against Jim Jordan, and they're being hammered back home in their districts. So I think, I think so. The strategy there from Jim, I'm not in Jim's yeah. head, is to run out the clock, if you will, to take a slower pace, let them feel the pressure. Meanwhile, you've you're got saying this, of getting closer to the 17th of November, November 17th. Wow, the CR. Wow, you think he's actually playing those kind of chess moves? Not that long, right? right? But every, every but make minute, him feel the heat. Yeah, every day that clicks by now. Now, what changes this dynamic is you have this cabal, this this group of Republicans that's they are literally literally negotiating with Hakeem Jeffries. Now, pause for a moment and let that sink in. Hakeem Jeffries, if if Hakeem Jeffries is delivering votes on the House floor. That cost a pretty penny. Right, he's you're, he's going to get a pound of flesh. He's oh, a tough yeah, guy. Yeah, that's right. There's something that is coming to the floor, or there's something that's not coming to the floor. There's committee assignments. There's a price to be paid for that coalition government. So don't be, you know, convinced that this is a solution. No, this is D.C. at its best. Jim Jim Jordan is a fighter. You can like him, you cannot like him. He's a fi- fighter. He's committed to cut spending. The cartel and D.C. do not want Jim Jordan. The 1%, by the way, we have a short break. Congressman, you can hang for one more block. Okay, Congressman Ogles from Tennessee is going to be here. Um, The 1%, remember, we hate that, but the 1% that Jim Jordan is even talking about, we've heard the appropriators say absolutely non-negotiable. It's got to come off the table. That's how much they're addicted. The lobbyists are addicted to the continued increase in spending. And a 1% cut on an increase isn't a cut. (laughs) Short break. We're going to come back and talk about what's happening on Capitol Hill right now. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CC. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. But learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer 
If you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon. 989898, text it right now. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Congressman Ogle. So I want to, by the way, numbers 202 225 3121. In fact, we just saw a great thing. Um, Congressman Ogles has got th- these memes up. Also, all the state parties, amazing what's happened out there against uh, Congressman Bacon and others. Folks in uh, Idaho with Simpson in. Um, Arkansas with Womack. Come on, man. These are the most red districts. These appropriators, the old bulls are dug in now. It's, it's very simple. It's not even about Jordan anymore. It is the grassroots versus the way the city runs. This is the fight we've wanted for 12 or 14 years since the Tea Party revolt. And now we got it. It's, it's grassroots muscle versus the way the system works. And they're saying they don't want to hear about anything. They don't want to hear any cuts. They don't want to, they, they, they think it's outrageous. They want the budget to continue to increase. We know that the pressure you're putting on them is getting to them. This is going to be a war of wills, political will. 202-225-3121. Make sure you call. Also, very important, Grace and Moa put it up in the live chats to get to their local offices. Go back again. Tell us what this fight's about. You're, you're over there in the cockpit right now, and you've been one of the guys who's been with us from the beginning. What is it? Where are we in this fight, and what is this about? Because people are thinking they're getting depressed. They called no more votes tonight. We thought at least we'd be back here. You're not even having a struggle session over there in the (laughs) no struggle session in the conference. Now we're hearing the votes. uh, Amber put out no vote earlier than noon, which is never a good sign. Right. So where are we? Well, you know, uh, they call it a struggle uh, session. I call it a snuggle fest. I don't do snuggle fest, right? And so it's, they're just ridiculous at this point. But, but you know, again, this is K Street versus Main Street, right? And 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 truly, if, if you had asked anybody six months ago, eighteen months ago, five years ago, would a member of the House Freedom Caucus ever be in line to the speakership? They, you, everyone would chuckle and want to know what you're smoking, right? Not to mention Jim Jordan, who was yeah. one of the founders. The first chairman is now oh, in and line. Through, and through and through a bane around. We were we worked with him That's to right. get get rid of Cantor in, in in June of fourteen, and got rid of Boehner in August of fourteen. I mean, Jim was a fighter back then, and I mean, he and Meadows took care of these guys. They were hated. One of my pals, Meadows. But I mean, you know, when when I think of Jim Jordan, I think he truly has. And I'm not trying to be, you know, cliche or whatever. But he's a fighter. But I think he can be a uniter because what the grassroots. When you look at 2024, this speakership isn't just about Jim Jordan and the speakers' fight. This is about a vision for 2024 and to have someone like Jim who will who will show up to a nice dinner without a jacket on, his ties crooked, his 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 sleeves are rolled, rolled up. up. He's grassroots. Right. He's grassroots all the right. way. Right? right. This is what's stake. Right. This is who we need to mobilize, and someone like Jim Jordan has the opportunity to be the voice of Joe the plumber, right, of the soccer moms out there that are worried about the kids. Do you feel he can can sell this vision to get even a bigger majority? Is that what people are worried – some people are worried about? He can't raise the money, and you'll lose the majority? Well – 
that's absurd, right? And so instead of telling us what their vision is, instead of telling us who their candidate is, that they throw all these barbs at Jim. Well, he can't do. How do you know? He hasn't done it. Well, he can't do X. Well, again, how do you know? I think that he mobilizes the grassroots. I think the approval rating of Congress would go up for the first time in history if you have a they've Jim given Jordan. You, they've given you the alternative. The alternative is that the way the Uniparty wants to work is they'll have a coalition with the Uniparty. They, you can't get more radical than Hakeem Jeffries. Of course, right? Right. I mean this is, and that's their leader. So that tells you about what that crowd's like. McHenry's deal, no matter how they dress up, oh, we got to get to work, we got to get resolutions on Israel. It's basically to make a deal and allow Hakeem Jeffries basically to set the agenda. Well, and, and again, think about that for a minute. You know, whether you like any one who may put in that role because they would be the permanent speaker pro tem. Now that that's a little bit of a misnomer because it would have a hard stop on it. But you know, whether you take them through 30 days or 45 days, but or you, 90 do it, days. you do it the first time and it's going to keep rolling. That's right. They're doing it. it first off, they want, they're trying to sell it between now and the end of the year because it's all about the CR and the omnibus. That's right. It's all there about the, the money. Omnibus, it's right. all about the money. They want to have an omnibus. Listen, folks, here's the fix. These guys work nonstop. I was sitting here. We were sitting in the war room with the team at 2 o'clock in the morning and having Ogles up there arguing on these, which was great, on the appropriations bill, arguing your amendments, debating back and forth. You won some, you lost some, but that was the governing. They haven't taken up, the Senate hasn't taken up one appropriations bill. Mm-mm. It's not serious. They have no intention of actually having an appropriations bill. They had to vote on You can see it. They, they think they're going to run the clock out and get to an omnibus where they stick everything in there. And the appropriators, by putting two lines in, get paid by the lobbyists, right? They get more money from the lobbyists. That's what this whole game is about. And so every time we go to vote and these 20 don't vote for Jim Jordan, they're putting us closer and closer to an omni. They're making it more of a probability that that's going to happen because we need to get back to appropriating. We need to pass all 12 of our bills. We need to put the pressure on the Senate to do their dang job of actually going to conference, but we've got to pass our bills first, right? And so getting them into conference and arguing these different budget line items. So so what we get back is still going to suck, by the way, but it would be better than an Omni, right? Um, what are they going to do tomorrow? Because you're going to have, you're going to come, and here's what they're going to do. And Jordan's trying to cut deals and trying to convince people and trying to be the leader and the uniter. Because they've got some, car, they've, they have some people in reserve because they want to show negative momentum. I mean, they were bragging about it today. They could have dropped another four or five out there to show that, but they only, they put two, that's enough. Tomorrow at noon, let's say you come back and vote, and they throw a couple more in there. And let's say you have, let's say for purposes of discussion, you haven't flipped anybody. What does what do the forces of light up there do with Jordan? You say vote again. You just keep going. You don't sure. back off. Well, no. I, I will give some good news to your audience. You know, last night, yesterday, the appropriators were bragging that they had ten to fifteen votes that were going to break today. They had two. And so myself and others, Chip Roy and Byron Donalds, we got ahead of that message. We, sh- we, we shot up the flares that, here, look, they're going to try and, and make him lead on the House floor, and the grassroots turned up the pressure. Yep. It worked. And so what happened? Some of these folks got nervous, and only two of them broke. Now, tomorrow, they want to run up. They want to make him bleed on the House floor. They want 10 or 12, 15 no, more no votes. But, again, what's their plan? 
I mean, the difference between us, the 20, like we had a plan. We said we, we had something that we wanted. We wanted you the rules process. Package, right? You had process, procedure, rules, all of it. I mean, you literally have some of these people voting no against Jordan because they don't like Matt Gates. Well, guess what? Throwing a temper tantrum because you don't like, like Matt Gates is not a reason to hold up the speaker's fight. Like, what's your plan? Defend your position for not moving us forward the, as a country. Have the Scalise has Team Scalise gotten over this? Are they still bitter? And you got you've got the appropriators, armed services, but you got some Scalise still anger in there. Just he probably that, that he has, got screwed. Some out of, of the his system. loyalists would be, but you Scalise think, has think, been supportive. You think yeah. they start to flip and start to come back? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, they obviously need to. Uh, and, and to Jim's credit, I mean, again, he's a fighter, but you know, here these last few years, he's been more soft spoken. He's been more methodical with these folks, trying to hear them out and. and Assure them that, like, look, we're not here to bust your, you know, your cojones, but we are here to govern and to unite this country. And I'll go back to this is K Street versus Main Street, and there's no one for speaker that is more grassroots, that's more hardcore American, Main Street America than Jim Jordan. Who else would you want in this this moment? I mean, he's made for this moment. If you go back to your district and tell them that McHenry and McCarthy and and these guys and and the appropriators are working a deal. That would take just 50 Republicans to essentially turn the House of Representatives over to Hakeem Jeffries to essentially run or have command by negation. What would folks in your district say? I would say not only in my district, but districts across the country, they'd be livid. I polled my district twice. My, my district wants Jim Jordan, hands down. Uh, and, and even to our good friend Donald Trump, they actually picked Donald uh, uh, Jim Jordan over Donald Trump because they Big. see him as the grassroots leader, right? And, and again, I'm a Trump fan. Trump's yeah. endorsed me, right? I've right. endorsed Trump. But that being said, my for the district, House, for the House, the House saying, of Representatives, saying, they yes. want. Yeah, that's right. Um, what do you tell your folks now? What, what do you go back and report to folks back in the district tonight? Well. Obviously, I'm advocating that we should be on the floor. We should be voting. I sent a dear colleague letter saying that we should work weekends. We should work nights and weekends, period. And I, and I will say, if we started working nights and weekends, this I think this speaker vote would wrap 100%. up rather quickly. If he had gone Friday afternoon and said that, if you start taking a weekend away from him, that's right. They'll they'll think of they'll come solutions midnight Friday to get out of here. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I totally agree. You, you, if we lose this weekend and then we lose next weekend, we're going to be voting on a speaker. It will be unanimous. It'll be over. But again, that's going to take some leadership amongst the leaders, quote unquote, of our conference to actually make that happen. Before you bounce, uh, guidance. This is this is the war room. Audience is up on the ramparts. What do you recommend? The numbers two zero two 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 five three one two. And you got the local numbers. You got the emails. Bombard them. What would you recommend? What do you need from this audience? Yeah, I would say reach out to your representative and make sure that your voice is heard. You know, uh, make sure that you that you let them know that Jim Jordan is is the future. I mean, we need a grassroots leader right now. We need a disruptor in the same way Trump is a disruptor. Why he's going to be the nominee? Why he's going to win in twenty four? But we need Jim Jordan by his side, fighting the fight, fighting for this country. Because I believe if we don't grab this moment, if we don't seize the moment in twenty twenty four, the republic is lost. Um, last thing, where do people get the uh, the Gaza bill and more? We're going to push it out, get it to President Trump. What do you need this audience to do about your bill about no refugees on this situation at all? 
Yeah, it's the Gaza Act. You can go to Rep Ogles. Uh, it, it's all up there. Uh, and, of course, we'll send it to you. You can make it available to your yep. audience as well. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much, Congressman right. Andy Ogles. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We're going to go to Burquam. Burquam's in the street. I hope Congressman Ogles gets back safely. <laughs> That's right. Because this crowd, that crowd down, that crowd out there looked a little sketchy. They're they saying, literally were blocking the street. Like, yeah. the police have shut it down. They, they say, uh, oh, it's just uh, Jewish undergraduates or college kids. They look like a, people that... In uh, January, uh, they didn't they call this an insurrection? Exactly. Are these people going to jail? I should think not. MSNBC, we'll have to check that out tonight. Okay, we got uh, Ben Burkwam is down on the site. I got a lot more to say about the six. They're not going to vote at least until earliest is noon tomorrow and maybe later. Uh, Jim Jordan is taking the route of he's meeting with people. He's Mm -hmm. talking to people, most importantly, knowing Jim Jordan. He's listening to people. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room. Going over to the Imperial Capitol with Ben Burkwam live when we return. Bring it on and I will fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. There are a lot of moving pieces and a lot of things happening. Let's go to our own Ben Burkwam. He's over on the street between the Capitol right now. Pretty big uh, demonstration protest going on. Ben Burkwam. Tell me, are these folks, are these Jewish college students? Is that that what I'm led to believe, that this is a Jewish (laughs) college student group that's condemning Israel, sir? 
Well, college students, maybe, some of them might be educated, but what this is, Steve, it's the continuation of BLM Antifa. And if you want, I can just go try to talk to them. So we have some of these people out here. Hey, you guys want to talk? No. Are you guys with Jewish Voices for Peace? No, we're not. Or are you Global Antifada? Are you Jewish Voices for Peace or gl Global Antifada? Anything? No. So this, unfortunately, is what you get, Steve. They don't want to talk to you, but we actually got video. Actually, Marjorie Taylor Greene's office, they were upstairs in the third floor. Uh, they got video of the, the interactions, the conversations with these organizers. And as we speak right now, there's several hundred that are being arrested to my left. The Capitol's right behind us. The Cannon Building's off to our left. It's all shut down. Business has been shut down in the Capitol because of these guys. But, Sounds an awful lot like an insurrection. But they were communicating but, but, on a group but, chat called Global Antifada. Which is, which is a radical okay. Islamic uh, anti-Israel organization. Yeah. Ben, can you just go back to the crowd and obviously be your own civil self, but just ask them, do they condemn Hamas's uh, murder of uh, innocent uh, uh, women yeah. and children and grandmothers yeah, let, in, let in Israel? Can you just go ask them that? Do you, guys, do you guys condemn the innocent murder of women and children in Israel too? Do you guys condemn? Do you guys? Yes, I'm for real. Why don't you go? Do you condemn? Do you guys condemn the the murder of innocent women and children in Israel? Anybody? 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 Do you guys condemn that? Does anybody condemn? Anyone here condemn the innocent murder of women and children in Israel? Anybody? We'll go see if we get the uh, drummers that are, are singing ceasefire. Let me see. Hang on, Steve. Ceasefire, guys. Ceasefire. Do we condemn the innocent murder of women and children in Israel? Anybody condemn the innocent women and children, the murder of innocent women and children? No comment, apparently, hey, Steve. Ben? They just want a ceasefire. Hey, 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 they just want a ceasefire, but hey, only ben? from Israel, not but, from Hamas. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, just ask them, do they condemn Hamas? Do they condemn the activities of Hamas, the terrorism of Hamas? Just ask them. I've asked all day. I, I haven't had a, a single person shot. say yes. Do you guys condemn Hamas? Can we get agreement? Do we condemn Hamas? Can we condemn Hamas? Right, cease fire. Hamas? Does anybody condemn Hamas? Anybody? Will anyone agree? Condemn Hamas? What are you asking me? Uh, we're seeing if anyone out here condemns Hamas, the terrorists. Absolutely do. Awesome. Yeah. They're are you with these guys? I just showed up independently. You just showed up. What do you think about what's happening out here? It's necessary. This is necessary? It's, it's necessary to protest what's happening right now. Okay. Because there's no reason why tax dollars, American tax dollars, should be going ahead and funding not just this war in Israel, but the war in the Ukraine. There are homeless people around the world. There are homeless people in the United States that don't have homes. There are military veterans that don't have medical care. There are people that don't have health care in this country. And, and you just showed up here. You're not a part of this. No. I, I love this. What's your name? My name is Joe. Joe? Yes, sir. I love this. Joe, I'm with you 100%. Now, these guys are saying cease fire, but they won't condemn Hamas. They won't condemn terrorism against Israel. And I, I hear what you're saying. Yes. We don't want to spend our money on these all these wars. Right. But would you agree we should condemn Hamas and any terrorist organization? I absolutely do. Because, um, again, Hamas is a terrorist organization. That's what they are. If you read what Hamas's charter says, it talks about in their charter the extermination of Jewish people. Yeah. That's that's wrong. Yeah. On every in every form. Yeah. No one should be exterminated, whether it's Hamas looking to exterminate Jewish people or more or as importantly, the extermination of Palestinians at the hand of an Israeli regime. 
Steve, I didn't know this guy. I didn't know Joe was going to be out here, but he's the first one that's willing to talk no, to me. No, he's not no. a part of this, but and he's actually. I, 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 I love that. I was going but to be hold out here. Ben, I'm here ben. to play a show tonight in Washington, D.C. at Flash Nightclub. Hang on a second, Joe. Hang on a second. Go ahead, Steve. Ben, ask Joe, does he, can he identify any politician of any party that represents his point of view that speaks for him? So Steve, want, Steve wants to know, can you identify any politician in any party, right or left, in, in Congress or anywhere in this city that represents the views that you believe? None that I've seen so far. Because whenever anything is bipartisan in the United States, that, mean it's ne that means it's never good for the American people. It's never good. When, whenever you have bipartisan support for a war, bipartisan support against health care, I'm sorry, against health care, bipartisan support against reparations for American descendants of enslaved Africans, bipartisan support against student loan cancellation, that's not good for people, working class Americans that pay taxes to this country. I want to opt out of paying taxes. I, my tax dollars and a whole bunch of taxpayers' dollars here in this country didn't go for this. We didn't ask for this. You know what I love about this, Steve? I bet you, Joe and I, I bet you we disagree on maybe half of half of the issues. You know, I don't want my tax my I don't want tax dollars going to wiping out my student loan debt because I chose to get that. Sure. But I agree with you 100 percent. Right. I'm tired of paying taxes for what all my tax dollars are going to. Steve, this is what we need. Conversations in America. Unfortunately, yeah. we don't have that. You got people banging their drums saying ceasefire, but supporting Hamas terrorists. That's and, 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 that's the sad reality. And, and again, I don't know your name. I don't know what political affiliation this, you have. Yeah, we got these guys yelling over here, Steve. These guys yelling over here, but Joe's the only one that's willing to talk. And again, I don't know your political affiliation, and quite frankly, that doesn't matter to me yeah. because this this is past politics. This is past politics, and and what I've been and again, I was here two years ago for the Force the Vote rallies to make sure that Nan the progressive members of the House of Representatives had Nancy Pelosi do a floor vote for Medicare for All during the middle of a deadly pandemic. Again, I would disagree with you on that, but. That's the beauty of America. We're, it's, it's, not only, it's not only a First Amendment right, it's a human right. Yeah. You have the right to protest. The First Amendment of the United States affords yeah. five rights. Journalism, like you're doing right now, the right to protest your government for redress of grievances, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and freedom to protest. This is what we have in America. This is why America is America. But unfortunately, this country is built upon on, uh, built on genocide, it was built on racism, it was built on the disenfranchisement and enslavement of Africans and Native American people. And unfortunately, I, we may disagree on this too, I think it's being exploited now by the very people that say they care. Steve, hang on one second, Joe. Go ahead, Go ahead, Steve. Hey, hey, hey Ben, ask Joe where he's playing tonight at the club so the audience, if they want to, my producers want to know if they can follow him. Where is he playing? How did they get to his website? Our audience wants to know, it, it, where are you promoting? What are you doing? You said you're going to go to work at a club. Yeah. Where, where can people come find you that watch this and want to support you, support small business? Um, I'm playing a show at Flashlight Club, Washington, D.C. Joe Nice DJ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Mixcloud. That's who I am. Again, and again, I don't know your name. I, I I'm mean, Ben. Ben? My God name bless is you, brother. Likewise, brother. Thank you so much. And, and again, I fully support the idea of a protest because politics bad politics, not only bad politics, but bad policy and dishonest politicians got us into the position we are in right now. And, and it was it was Albert Einstein that once said, we are not going to solve the problems with the problems that created the problem. Yeah, amen. We're not going to solve our problems with politics. Yeah. We're not going to, we're not, if we think we're going to vote our way out of this, we're sadly mistaken. 
There needs to be more protests like this. Wow. There needs to be industrial. I would disagree with like this because they're they're supporting terrorists. But yes, in general. But, but in, yes, but against this corrupt government. I thoroughly agree with that. We agree on that. Yeah. There needs to be protests, but in addition, there needs to be industrial action. We need work stoppages, worker strikes across this country, intra-industry and inter-industry. Because right now, the government is not listening to the people. They're not listening to the people. They're not. We've had a bunch of politicians in this country that are doing whatever they want, and that has to stop. It has to stop. I, like I said, Steve, I think Joe and I would disagree on a lot of things, yeah. but I love that we can actually have the conversation. But I don't I think we need fight. more government. No. I don't think we need more unions. I don't think we need... But this is... this is. We should have the conversation. The rest hey, of them don't ben, want a conversation. Hey, Ben. Go ahead, Steve. Ben, yeah, Ben. Th thank Joe. Thank Joe, but I want to get the ambient uh, uh, crowd noise right there. You keep that. Thank Joe. Folks, you gotta understand something. Hey, this you, this you, whole situation in the Middle East is gonna light a match. I'm telling you, you taking over today, I think was the Cannon Building and then Longworth Building with a massive protest. It started with, uh, I think, a Jewish students group or at least somebody had hijacked the Jewish students group. We'll go back to Ben. Um, this protest is, spe is spread now to the street between the Capitol and the house office buildings, which essentially have been shut down, and I hear they're arresting, you know, four or 500 people, maybe more. Uh, folks better get ready for this because you're going to see this every day. And you see Joe right there. Of course, we probably disagree on 99% of the policy prescriptions, but a very articulate guy that's sitting there going, hey, you're going to have to get into the streets if you want change. Mike Lindell, uh, you don't have to get into the streets. You got to get on the factory floor because the change they want out of you is to liquidate <laughs> liquidate poor my pillow how we doing brother we're doing great and by the way tomorrow morning i'm going to be live from the factory floor and uh but right now i'm up at corporate we're filming commercials tomorrow uh, the one commercial that you'll see here we're giving it to the war room posse early uh if we put up we have our six pack towel sets everybody 10 colors just came in and you can get them for 29.98 there they are 50% off. We were going to have them for a lot higher price. I said, no, the War Room Posse has helped us out. There you have the phone number right there, 800-873-1062. You guys, these are the best towels in the world. They actually absorb six-piece towel sets. Get all as many as you want now before this commercial hits the airwaves in the next week here. Um, the War Room Posse has helped us so much, you guys. Uh, I can't wait for tomorrow morning to see you all from the factory floor. They're down there making this uh, My Pillow 2.0. This is what it's all revolved around. The best pillow in history, the My Pillow's patented fill. Remember, sleep is all about height and temperature. So you got this amazing, awesome My Pillow. Uh, the White Pillow 2.0, $39.98, everybody. You're getting that before the commercials come out. The lowest price in history for the queen size. King size, just $5 more with promo code WARROOM. And here we have in front of me all the My Slippers. Before that commercial comes out, which is uh, we're making that one tomorrow for Christmas, uh, for $49.98, you guys get it for $39.98. We have all sizes, wide sizes, every size and color you can imagine. Every style, women's, men, they all, they, all the Christmas ones came in. So you guys get, get them there before everyone else says you get the, you've helped us out. You guys get the best price in the country using that promo code war room. Uh, we've got all, we've got the MyPillow 2, or MyPillow 2.0 mattress toppers. We have beds, everybody. We have 280 products now at MyPillow. 
We've expanded. Wow. You know what? If they're going to shut us down in the wow. box stores, we've expanded our lines, everybody. You've made it all possible. Steve, I'm so Heck so proud them. of the War Room and so happy that you're having us on here during these times. We have been under attack, well, and it's eight, not letting up. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and your employees, 800-873-1062. That's the number if you want to keep the phone operators fully employed. Remember, the IRS is trying to shut them down. They're doing, they're doing everything against Trump. Uh, they're doing everything against Lindell. They're doing everything against Alex Jones. They got to shut these places down. 800-873-1062 is the number. MyPillow.com, promo code where we got all the square. You got all the specials. Mike Lindell, we'll, thank you for doing this. And, uh, and thank everybody on the factory floor. We'll get back to you guys tomorrow. Thank you, brother. Yep, we'll see you all then. Thank you Mike all. Lindell. God bless you all. Thank you, man. We ought to get Joe's club up. I'm telling you, I want fighters like Joe. It, look, Joe's has a Marxist a, a, a interpretation of the world that I don't agree with totally. Um, but that guy's a fighter. This is what we need. You see the gutless cowards who got up in Capitol. Think about it. I want you to make sure you understand this. When you hear this McHenry or the David Joyce, and folks in Ohio ought to be humiliated by this, resolution... It's essentially to turn the House of Representatives over to Akeem Jeffries. He would run the deal. McHenry would be the pro tem, but everything that came to the floor would be with Akeem Jeffries' approval, plus all the backroom deals you'd have to cut with him. Short commercial break, back to the Imperial Capitol where there's a riot. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon and support a company that actually believes in America. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Let me repeat, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn Story and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left, without funding people that hate you. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, my production team has agreed that they're going to go see Joe at the club tonight. Um, maybe you can help Ben Burkwam sharpen his, sharpen his arguments. I don't agree with you. We got that, Ben. Thank you, our unseen commander, Ben Burkwam. If I can go back, do we still have the, uh, in, in all kidding aside, today was pretty rowdy over there, and this is going to continue. This is why I think we have to really help Israel 
think this through. Because in their efforts, what the kids are arguing for is a ceasefire. They don't want Israel to go in and start taking out Hamas, the fighters and the leaders. And you can tell last night because they definitely won the information. Hamas won the information war on the um, on the, um, the the rocket hitting the parking lot of the hospital. And people have to understand, and it, most a lot of this is going to be information warfare. And these Hamas guys and the rest of them are very sophisticated, and they have, I think. To 80% of the world's media is on their side. So we haven't even started the military, the real military operation. Israel, they've taken out a couple of guys, I think, with rockets, but they haven't started the real go tunnel by tunnel and dig it out like they've committed to. They've committed to their people. And, you know, a lot of people don't remember Vietnam or even remember some of the stuff in the Iraq war. It's going to come. It's going to come in a big way. Alex Jones was talking about that footage, that footage out of Dallas. I know a lot of folks that live in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex area, and they were stunned at the Palestinian at the Palestinian protest. This is why, folks, I keep telling you the two issues we got here are this uh, the budget. And this to make sure you understand something, the fight here is over all the fights we've had on the $33 trillion. The appropriator's power comes from allocating basically the cash, the $7 trillion. They're the conduit. That's the active. And the lobbyists are all over them. It's not that they don't, you know, hang out with people that have the votes, but the, the power, the what are called the cardinals or the old bulls, are the, are, the, are the Grangers and the Simpsons and the Womacks. These people have been around forever. From super heavy populist nationalist Trump districts, MAGA districts, deplorable districts, America First districts, Overwhelmingly, and this this is about the allocation of the, of, the, of the of the resources, and it's only going to get more intense over time. When I say we've wanted to have this fight since the Tea Party revolt in 2010, we've never actually got to the heart of the matter. We've never actually exposed. I told you one thing. I commit to you is that you're going to take the mask off. You're going to see actually who's on your side and who's not on your side. Those folks today have no argument against Jim Jordan. Oh, he was took Boehner out. They have no argument. The argument they have is that they want McHenry. They want McHenry as a puppet to a restoration of partially Kevin McCarthy and partially Hakeem Jeffries in which the uniparty, it's a pure uniparty play in, in just black and white. And for all the audience that, hey, is maybe not a, a Jim Jordan fan anymore, they want Jim Jordan 1.0, and you, you got 2.0. You may have 2.5 right now. It's not even that. This gets down to something. It's either you're with us or you're against us. If you want to get to limited government, if you want to get to fiscal responsibility, you have to start somewhere, and we start here. And we start by back, going back to those appropriations bills. We go back to passing the appropriations bill and then forcing the Senate, which hasn't touched anything, and they're not going to touch anything because they're hoping for a – Omnibus. This is the ugly work of making a democracy work. And that's why, remember, all, all day long, all I hear up here is you got to call off your dogs. These people are over the top. We can't take any more calls. Call and remind them, and particularly these old bulls on the appropriations armed services. Quite fr frankly, and this is where I disagree with Jenny Beth Martin. They love being up here because this is their power. And tell them, hey, we're going to turf you guys out. It is impossible for you to represent MAGA districts that President Trump is going to, you know, going to, going to, has already before and will in the future 
win by huge majorities. You're not getting a free ride on us to then come up to Capitol Hill and oppose us. This fight, don't listen to what mainstream media is saying, the talking points over the RNC or how it's chaos. No, this is a fight that has meaning in it. This is a fight for basically control of the most powerful government, the most powerful nation in the history of the earth. And that's where these folks have dug in. It's it's seven trillion dollars. Now here, Biden's making a big deal. He's going to address the nation tomorrow. He's going to address the nation from the Oval Office. And he's already said, you know what the pitch is going to be, the speech is about? Mm-hmm. Ukraine and Israel. What's he pitching? He's pitching the $100 billion. The $100 billion are like a shot of testosterone for these old bulls, right? They're skipping around. They, they're, they're high-fiving. It's a not, not just $7 trillion. Now they got another $100 billion supplemental. Of money we don't have. Think about that for a second. We can't sell the bonds. In fact, I'll get into it tomorrow. The Wall Street Journal has something we've talked about a lot. They finally caught up, Wall Street Journal. You have now on the selling the bonds, they have something called a term premium. They've got to put another little bit of juice to sell the bonds, the Treasury Department. Janet Yellen sat there and looked at me and I said, we have plenty of money to do Ukraine and plenty of money to do Israel at the same time. And they put it up in your grill, $100 billion, because they think they can jam it through now with everybody running around saying, oh, my gosh, it's so chaotic. We need to do this. We need to do that. What we need to do is save our freaking country. And the way you're going to say it, save it, is to get up in these people's grill and say, we're not going to back down one inch. And this is what your life's going to be every day. And you're going to shut the border. We're going to start deporting these illegal alien invaders. And we're not spending the money you want to spend. You've already gotten us to the to the cliff of bankruptcy because essentially we default on this every day. Check the purchasing power of your Federal Reserve note. So this is a fight. This is a fight that matters. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. Get all four installments totally free of the end of the dollar empire. You don't think the dollar empire is ending? Look what happened in Beijing. You got Xi and uh, and uh, you got Xi and uh, and Putin over there, right? With the Persians, they're feeding each other wedding cake. They couldn't be. They're giddy. They're so giddy. They think they got this. They think they got the the global south in a new world order. We got news from this old republic, the United States of America, got a lot more kicking her. And the first thing we got to do. They start kicking some bums out, and they got plenty of bums. Everybody that voted against Jordan is a bum, okay? They're a bum. And they either got to flip that vote and get old-time religion, or they have to go. Okay, Natalie is going to pick it up right here. The show in the second hour is going to be on fire. Natalie Winters picks it up from Los Angeles in a a special edition of the 6 o'clock War Room Battleground should be up in a moment. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case 
right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.